Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Small Town Tourist Podcast, where we experience and explore everything that makes small towns great. I'm your host, Abby Graves. Thank you so much for joining me today as we hang out with someone who I've been looking forward to talking to for a long time, and there was kind of a little gap in the action here. We're talking with Tina Van Her. She is the owner, operator, and talent behind Giggle Graham Entertainment. It's a singing telegram company here in central Minnesota. Now, initially, we recorded this podcast quite a few weeks ago, and somehow the audio file got corrupt, and we actually had to re-record this. So this is the re-recorded interview. It's very similar to the first one, just as much fun, and it was just so great getting to talk to Tina about her business, about how she got started doing singing telegrams, because it's a very unique job, and it's a very unique thing for us to have as a service here in central Minnesota. So we get to share her story, and we talk a little bit about our love for drag. It is just such a great time. So I'm so glad that you're joining us for this conversation with Tina Van Hur of Giggle Graham Entertainment. Then we all agree that this little town has got its ups and it's got its downs, but growing up somewhere else around wouldn't be this place. Yeah, that's my hometown. Well, why didn't we think of this last time? the whole Facebook. Thing. I don't know. I I really don't know. <laughs> You're brilliant. You're brilliant. <laughs> well, thank you for being willing to re-record with me. I am so ungodly embarrassed. I've only lost interviews a handful of times and it's been the most mortifying experience. Yeah, I can imagine that's got to be rough. But honestly, it's so not a big deal. I'm just really thankful that you reached out in the first place, you know, to get get my word out. Well, that's what I'm here for. I just I want to give an outlet for people to share their stories. So thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, well, let's start from the very beginning, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> so same thing. We'll start with give me who you are, where you're from and what you do. I'm Tina Van Her, currently living in Sartell, but grew up in St. Cloud. And I am the owner and sole actress in Giggle Graham Entertainment. So let's give a little bit of background here on what Giggle Graham is for everyone who's unfamiliar with your business. Okay. It's a singing telegram company. I uh, get to go to parties dressed up as different characters and make fun of people and tell fart jokes. We also do corporate shows. We have a show called Bingo Fever where it's uh, Aunt Phyllis, very Minnesotan woman, and her husband Leonard, and they have a bingo show and are showing the world the love of bingo. And you actually play bingo and win crap prizes. So it's so much fun. It's interactive, improv, and I am so grateful. So when you say crap prizes, what are you giving away? Like the dollar store marijuana tests. Um, <laughs> let's see. What else do we do? We do. Oh, you get to reach into uh, Aunt Phyllis's bag of uh, wonders, which is what came out of her junk drawer. So a lot of pens and garbage like that. You know, anything we can get at a garage sale that's just ridiculous. I love that. And it's so fitting, especially when you're performing this around Minnesota, because everyone has a junk drawer full of stuff that they collect throughout the years. And they're like, this is going to be useful someday. And it never mm -hmm. is. But it is for me. because I get it in, in Aunt Phyllis's bag of wonder, you never know what you're going to get. I think you might be the only person on the planet who has successfully utilized a junk drawer. <laughs> Yay me! <laughs> you should get like a Nobel Prize for that. 
I too can clean out your junk drawer. Yeah, you should just have a donation drop off. <laughs> Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. That's something I could put in. Used medication that we no longer take. Ooh. I'll work on that. <laughs> Might be a little liability there. I'd call a lawyer first, but definitely great yeah. idea. <laughs> yeah, probably a good idea to do that. So how did Giggle Graham get started? The job that I had at the time was changing owners, and I just didn't want to go along with that. So my boyfriend at the time, now husband, said, well, why don't you just do the singing telegram thing full time? And I'm like, you're kidding me. Because I had done some with the company when I was in college and I just loved it. It was so much fun. And he's like, well, why don't you do that full time? And I thought, you're nuts. I, I don't, I can't have my own business. I don't know how any of that works. And he was so encouraging and he's like, I'll take care of all the legal stuff, all the stuff you have to work with the state of Minnesota and tax ID stuff and whatever, just do your thing. And I did. And it went so well. And it, it changed my life. It, this has just been wonderful. And you just celebrated the anniversary of it, right? 17, 17 years? 17 years. Yes. Our golden anniversary was just uh, just a few weeks ago. So yeah. Did you do anything to mark that? Uh, we put up a post on Facebook and uh, I told everybody and they said congratulations and that was about it. <laughs> we didn't do anything grandiose this year. I mean, with COVID, it still is kind of an issue, but yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I, I'm this weekend is actually my first wedding anniversary. And everyone oh, keeps asking me, they're like, what are you doing for your wedding anniversary? I'm like, I don't know, cleaning the house. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how it goes. You just kind of mark it mentally and you're like, oh, look at how far we've come. And then you just mm -hmm. keep on with your day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I got to be honest, COVID hasn't, I mean, it, it affected us the first year. But people have definitely laxed bit, you know, um, we're back out. It's not full force yet, but we've got people making up for lost time as well. That's so, awesome. Yeah. yeah, we're still going strong. How did the COVID restrictions kind of impact your work? Did you have to like just, did people still book you? Did you show up on sidewalks and yell from the street at people for singing telegrams? No, I, I did a few Zoom calls, um, but that's a little different. It, it's, it's difficult when you're not right in front of somebody to be able to play off of them. But I did a few Zoom calls and just people didn't call. People weren't weren't calling to book anything. And then slowly that's gotten better. And now we're not completely back up to 100%, but it's enough to keep me busy. That's good. Yeah. Busy is good. I yeah. um I think just because we've been talking and interacting more online, your posts keep showing up more and more on my Facebook feeds. Yeah. And I saw the Bonnie Barfly posts of like all the selfies that you've taken with people and their party hats and just you can see the joy in their faces and in your face of just how much fun you have when you do these. I have been part of memorial boards when people have died when I've, you know, done their telegrams because I do, you know, 80, 90 year old people. And I've been part of their memory boards and there was a gentleman who he had died and his family went through his truck and he, in his glove box, had a picture of, of uh, Bonnie the Barfly and him. And he would just show it to anybody who was willing to look and just explain, oh, this is my girlfriend. And um, so it really has changed lives, it, obviously mine the most, but it makes me feel so good to know that I have given them a memory that 
they're not going to forget. And like, okay, do you remember what you got for your last birthday? No. <laughs> yeah. If you would have gotten a giggle gram, you would never forget it. And there's pictures and video involved as well. So that lives forever. That's exactly. a gift that keeps on giving. It does. It does. That's so special. So let's give people a little background on the different characters that you do. You have Aunt Phyllis and Bonnie Barfly. Let's just give them kind of a rundown on who these characters yeah. are. Yeah. You know, when we first started, we had like 30 different characters. We went to Savers and we got stuff to make costumes. And we found that it's just, you know, there's only like one or two people that people choose. And throughout the years, we've just whittled it down to those two characters. Um, Aunt Phyllis, yes, uh, you know, good old Minnesotan and looking for a, a good uh, potluck, you know, and she loves the bingo and just, uh, I just am beside myself. It's been so long since I've been at a family function, you know. <laughs> and so that's Aunt Phyllis. She's kind of in everybody's business. Um, and then the bread and butter of Gigglegram Entertainment, Miss Bonnie the Barfly. She uh, has been celebrating New Year's. She's still celebrating New Year's from 2010, I think. Keeping yeah. that party going. <laughs> she is a mess. She hasn't felt anything neck down since 72. She just, <laughs> yeah, she is, she's drunk. She's flirty. She's um, got makeup just strewn across her face, a big blonde wig, a party dress, a sequence, short little party dress, seven inch heels. Just, she is a wreck. Gunsnet stockings, though. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can tell you about the dress. Uh, initially, we've gone through a few dresses because uh, I've gotten fat and I've had a kid. So, <laughs> since the beginning of um, physically, I've changed a bit. But um, the first dress that I got, I, I was doing a show in Las Vegas and I was friends with people in the drag community and I, I was over at a friend's house and he picked out this dress and he's like, oh, this is way too big on me. You can have it. And I'm like, oh, well, thanks for that. Oh, drag so, queens are wonderful. Oh my God. <laughs> it, just, it didn't pull any punches. Just let me have it. And, and just that dress started it all. It really did for me. So yeah, it's, I, I got my first dress from a drag queen. Oh, man, that is so special. I love that. Yeah, yeah, me too. The drag community is just such a wonderful place. Yes, it is. Yep. I'm not going to get political, but boy, oh, boy, I'm behind you, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I see you. And um, I was going to flip you off just now, but I decided not to do that. So <laughs> let's just say follow these fingers to the people who are making judgment. Yeah, I actually have a shirt on order. It's the logo of like dare to keep kids off drugs, but it says yeah. drag is not a crime. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. One of my favorite drag queens, uh, her name is Utica. She's actually from Utica, Minnesota. She was on RuPaul's Drag Race a few years ago. She actually... I was in a show with her. No way. Yes. Utica queen. Yeah. Yes. Yes. A few years ago, uh, she was in the big drag show that I hosted. I've been the host of the drag show here in St. Cloud for 10 years maybe 
Um, so yeah, oh my gosh, loved her. So anyhow, go ahead. So yeah, she uh, shared a link to this drag is not a crime shirt on Etsy and they're actually donating like 10% of the proceeds to help out with different organizations trying to keep drag alive in states that are banning it. So I'm like, I need that. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. She is such All a wonderful it. human. I actually got to interview her right before she was on Drag Race. I reached out to her publicist and she was so cool. And what it's so funny, the connections. Minnesota is a huge state, but it's really small when you boil it down. Turns out she went to the same college that one of my high school friends went to and they knew each other that way. I'm like, ah, connections. Oh, cool. oh my gosh. That I think it was like the human I can't remember what it was called, but you know those things that go in the wind. Yeah, the, the wacky waving inflatable that, arms. Yes, that's what that's what she called herself. It was like the human wacky whatever and I, it was so appropriate yes because just the theatrical part of their uh drag was just oh my gosh loved it mm -hmm. i fell in love with them instantly and just the clothing that she creates it's insane it's insane yeah. what she can yeah. make with her hands is just incredible yeah well, I, I have several friends who are into the drag community and and they make their own costuming and it's amazing. It is. It's a real talent. It's mind-blowing, and I am in awe of it every single second of the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's go back to your Vegas stint. How did you end up performing in Vegas? Stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I am so glad I did. It was the worst and the best time of my life. It was the worst because I missed people from Minnesota. They are not like Minnesota in, in Las Vegas. It's... A lot of people have vices and I just, it was, it was tough. I did find a best friend, Brenda Poindexter, um, and she was very Minnesotan-esque. So I, I was able to find a best friend out there. But worst time, best time is that I got to perform in front of tons of people in the second largest casino in Las Vegas at the time. I also did uh, the Triple X um, comedy show at the Riviera. There was no nudity. It was just the subjects were <laughs> a little on the adult side. So what had happened is I was at O'Hara's. That was a bar here uh, in St. Cloud. And there was a gentleman who was a gentleman. Um, he, he had like he background in um, dueling pianos. And so he was there by himself and he would call people up and he'd play the piano and had parodies and it was, it was adult. And, um, so I got called up and everything he said to me, I just shot right back at him. And I didn't have any idea that I even had that in me. Excuse me for a second. Nugget. <laughs> had to squirt the cat. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was crawling up and knocking things over. Uh, anyhow, um, so we became fast friends and then after a while, he's like, you know, we should do this together. And I thought, well, heck, cause he would call me up every time I would go see him then. And so I, um, quit my job as an art director and I had just bought a house and I'm like, oh, we'll put that out for rent. And we went to Vegas cause he couldn't handle the winters and well puss anyhow <laughs> um, so we were out there i think about three years and well he stayed out there he uh, got a gig with the new york new york when it first opened in their dueling piano room and i was like 
you know, why am I even out here if I'm not performing? My parents were having some health issues. And so I just I moved back and then ended up going to Minneapolis. They had an interactive theater uh, show called Tony and Tina's Wedding. And that was improv with a skeleton of a show. But, you know, most you were just going to a show where you were actually a guest at a wedding. So I got to do that for a few years. And then then let's see what happened after that. After Tony and Tina's wedding, I came to St. Cloud again and did the giggle grand thing, got that started. And then while I'm doing that, I went to karaoke one night at Legends Bar here at the Holiday Inn in St. Cloud. And there was a gentleman who was running the the karaoke and I got up there once and did a, I was just ridiculous making huge gestures and being an idiot. And at that night, at the end of the night, he's like, you know, I've, I'd have the band here and we are looking for a singer and, you know, we'd like you to give it a shot. And I thought, dude, my boyfriend's like right here. Don't be hitting on me. But he wasn't. <laughs> they actually did have, a band at the Holiday Inn. And I got to do that for five years, I think. And that was just awesome. And then from there on, it was just Giggle Graham. And that's what I've been doing. Oh, I also deliver medications for Coburn's during the day. That's something that keeps me busy during the day. Shout out to my homies at the pharmacy. Woo woo. <laughs> You should be delivering those in drag. I feel like if you're getting medication, like not the most pleasant experience, it'd yeah. be a fun cheer up for people. But I understand that Coburn's probably doesn't want that. <laughs> yeah, it's probably not a thing that they really, I think I did dress up. Oh, I did. I dressed up for Halloween. I did put on cat ears and cat makeup, but nothing to the extent that we do here at Gigglegram Entertainment. I'm always the person when it is like something themed like that. I'm the person that's going all out and dressing up yes. numerous times, numerous times, damn near every Halloween. I'm the yeah. person in the office in like a full costume and everyone else is in their work clothes. And I'm just like, you guys suck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you and me, sister. Yep. In our high school yearbook for like the senior superlatives, one of the categories is most likely to dress up for Halloween until they're 40. And me and my two best friends got voted in for that. And to this day, Halloween is our thing. Like we start planning costumes in July. We make all of our own stuff. It's like our thing and we love it because it's fun. Oh, I love that. I love that about you. That's fantastic. This year, we actually got to brag a little bit. We got second place in a costume contest. So we go to the Molitor's haunted acres halloween party every year yeah we've been doing this for like six years now we've had themes from disney villains one year we did super mario so everyone was a different mario character one year this year though second place we all dressed as different spongebob characters and when they announced the winner is bikini bottom we all looked around like who else dressed as spongebob come on that was our idea <laughs> You couldn't even fathom that it was you. No, we couldn't. But when we won, it was like the best day of our lives. Yay. Yeah. I um, One year, I won first place at Benton Station. S&M Barbie. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Genius. Yeah, she was uh, She was something. First place. Woo -woo. That's so great. I feel yeah, like more, more people just need to get out and do, do fun costumes because it's just joyful. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. 
So Giggle Graham, and then you do the bingo shows. How often are you doing the singing telegrams and how often are you doing the bingo shows? Is it pretty regularly? Yeah. You know, some weeks we can go with, you know, two telegrams in a week or seven telegrams in a week. It really just, you never know. With the bingo show, it's generally around the holidays. It's, you know, companies that have their holiday party. And just, I should put this out here. I've been talking about a lot of adult stuff, but... We definitely do like rated G stuff if requested, rated PG stuff. We have a rating system. So if you want to hire us, don't feel like, oh, yeah, I'd like to, but they're kind of risque. No, no, we can make anything work. But um, so the bingo show is generally a holiday show, but we'll do it any time of year. We've done different trade shows and that sort of thing. I'm trying to think. Tastefully Simple had us one year and there was hundreds of people was just awesome that's so cool yeah so then you actually have people playing bingo with it too that's just fantastic because what minnesotan doesn't love a good round of bingo yeah and then you've got aunt phyllis just wandering around as the game's going on and putting in her two cents on what's going on on your table (laughs) yeah and the funny thing is like yes that's a character but every bingo hall has that person anyway (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh so wonderful so if people want to book you, how, how should they reach out to you? Where should they go? Oh, well, they can check out our website, which is giggle-gram.com. Uh, or they can give us a call at 320-230-4444. Bonnie has a Facebook, which is a Bonnie Barfly. Um, yeah, those are different ways to reach us. If you want to book something, you should give us a call so that we can give you the most up-to-date calendar, seeing what, what the availability is. So it's best to give us a call first. You want to check out the website first and then give us a call once you've seen what you want to see. Does spring and summer get busier for you? How does your kind of ebb and flow go throughout the year? I guess a little bit busier in the summer because there's family uh, reunions, get-togethers, those sort of things. So oftentimes I get requested to go to a family reunion and get somebody for their birthday, even though it may not be their birthday, but their birthday is close. Okay. Um, yeah. So summer might be a little bit more busy, but it's pretty steady during the year. Okay. So just reach out. If you got an inquiry, call Tina. She'll take care of you. <laughs> That's right. I got you. I am so grateful that you're willing to do this re-record with me because I think what you do is so special and it's so unique that we have it here in St. Cloud because People tend to think that central Minnesota, ah, we don't have anything cool. There's nothing going on. That's kind of the whole reason I started the small town tourist because I come from a small town too. And I had that mindset of, ah, there's nothing in this area for me. There actually is. There's a lot of cool stuff. You just got to be willing to go out and find it. And I think what you have is so special and it's such an asset in our area. Thank you. I'm, I'm extremely blessed that I get to do this. This is honestly, I don't have any real world skills. So this is right up my alley. Spreading joy is a skill and very few people have it. So you're you're very blessed and you do have skills. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Small Town Tourist Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Minky Graves. Our theme song is That's My Hometown by Aaron Simmons. You can find him online, aaronsimmonsmusic.com and wherever you stream music. Be sure to check out the blog, thesmalltowntourist.com and follow on Instagram at thesmalltowntourist.